You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. And then you can kind of go through and we can react together. Yeah. So this is our spoiler-filled Crescent City Anything having to do with Crescent City, Sarah Day Moss, her later books, you're not safe here. You're not safe here. Run. Save this if you haven't read Crescent City 3 and come back and listen to it. Or if you're like me and you made it through halfway through Crescent City 2 and you're like, I can't anymore. So now Selene is just going to get, I'm just, we're just going to get reactions from Selene, which I think will be fun. I'm live reacting. I'm live reacting and I'm I'm ready emotionally. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the part that I'm at right now is. Hunt and oh gosh, what is his his new friend? They're hanging out. Axian. Axian. Um, it's right after the night where he's the hellhound. The hellhound, yeah. Where they're like, where they're now at the they're bunking together basically, and they just played video games together. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. He's and, teaching them how to play a game. And it's Sandriel, right? Like San- I'm Sandriel very- is the old, is the archangel that Hunt killed, and where they lived with Sandriel, like. She did not bring the new technology to her land. Like, so he's like, I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. Okay, go. Oh my gosh, so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, have you gotten to the part where age, the one angel, the prince of hell. Yes. Came to the, and he brought Cormac to them. And it was revealed that Cormac is... A spy for the rebels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, so that's happened. And then Baxian showed up because um, Danica's mom showed up. And he was like, what are you doing here? And she, like, it, like, scared her off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, we learned Danica's dad. We learned about Danica's dad. He is. He works for the hind. He is, like, super evil. What's I don't remember what his name is, but. Um, and Rune has been communicating with Agent Day. He's yes. Agent Knight, and he's been communicating. I literally was day. like, they, he's like, oh, I really want to sit down. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, a chair appears, and I'm like, if the, the next thing's going to be a bed, and they're going to have sex. They're going to do it. They're going to do the dirty. That's what's going to happen. And then, 100 pages later, I texted Selena, and I was like, that thing you're worried about happening, it's happening. They had mind sex. Okay, so here's all the here's all the spoilers that I think were revealed in Crescent City too. I like I read these so fast, but I, I am grabbing because we are so bad with names right now. I'm grabbing um character list. Oh, okay. Because we're both like you know that I know I know the main the main side of the main names. Okay, so it was revealed that Baxian was Danica's mate, and they had been meeting in secret for two years, and she had told him all of her plans. And so Baxian had like, he was like, I had a change of heart because Hunt's like, I don't understand what changed with you. Like, why is our thing so different? What? So she met when she had, she, it was like pack business. They visited Sandril City and they like met each other. And it was revealed that Danica also was like a hellhound too. Like she, she had that oh, sniffing thing where she could send bloodlines. So, like, she knew all of this stuff. So, like, I guess it is a good explanation for why she did a lot of what she did. But I was like, 
it like breaks Hunt or Bryce's heart, obviously, because she was like, I feel like I don't even know her, which I'm like, it's because Sarah J. Moss no. decided to add all these in after the fact. But <laughs> at least she's like honest. She's <laughs> Bryce is like, Sarah, you didn't tell me this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so Crescent City 2 ends with Day being pulled away. Because she's like, they're coming for you. She's like, warning Rune. And she's like, they're coming for you. And she's like, no. Like, and she's being pulled out of her mind thing. And he's like, oh my gosh, she's been captured. Like, I, I have to save her. She's in this eternal city. I have to go save her. Um, so they go do their coup there. Because Bryce and Hunt and Cormac are like, we have to, like, the answers are there. We have to figure out what Sophie had been looking for. And she had been looking for this thing in the records room. So Bryce gets to the records room and it is revealed that like all of the Asteri are these like blood suckers, like, or energy suckers. They're not of this world. They've been going through portals and eat like eating the energy of people until the world just dies. And then they move on to, to another one. Like the first light stuff. Yes. All that first, like, that's how they survive. People give their first light and the Asteri are taking it. And so she goes into this room called, um, dusk. Operators like it's like Operation Dusk. That was like a big thing that was brought up. So she goes into this room, Dusk, and she like sees the whole galaxy thing, like the Autumn King had. And they're like, we were at. We, there were two worlds that the Asteri went to that they were kicked out of. Okay. Obviously, we know the, what one of those worlds are. Um, and so she's learning who they really are. What like how did? And so she's like, I need to know how they got kicked out. This does make me want to finish cc2 it's like a good reveal it's like super interesting stuff and she connects it in a really good way and so then bryce is like it's revealed that helena her ancestor where she got her starlight from actually like was trying to get rid of the asteroid like it's this whole big thing um and so she gets caught the asteroid the teenage looking fade dude i can't think of what his name is but the guy who's basically in charge of it all. He's like, you fell right into my trap. I wanted you to come here because I wanted you to open a portal to the world that kicked us out because we have not forgotten about that. And like, we want to go back and take what is ours. And so basically it ends with Hunt, Baxian, and Rune getting captured because Baxian swoops in to try to save Hunt. So it's revealed that like, okay, he's on their side. So they capture all three of them. Bryce opens a portal to... um obviously the other akatar the akatar world sorry the names are escaping me because there's no, you're fine there's just so much you've been there's changing. so many names and i'm like i'm not getting caught up on a name yeah, so she I escapes there characters. there's 120 characters so it's okay it ends the ending chapter is asriel finds her right because he could tell with his shadows on this like misty lawn and she's speaking in a language there it's not the same language so they don't understand each other. And she's like, help me. I need help. Like, she's covered in blood. She has her star sword with her because Rune gives it to her. And Asriel has a dagger. And I don't know if you remember, but in the stories of the star, the starlight fae, yes. there's a dagger that goes with a sword. Oh my And so God. they start calling to one another. And she can feel the pull. But so Asriel takes her and he brings her to the townhouse. Um, and she speaks in the ancient Fae language because she's like, maybe that's the language they speak. And Amarin, they're all there. And Amarin is like, I have not heard that language for many years. Like, and so then it just, so. It's fair there. there. You don't, 
you, she all you get a fair is and then a woman walked in the door and she was wearing a blue tunic and brown pants and she had tattoos up to her elbows that's all you get a fair reason is oh, like baby is she holding a baby at least no she's not <sighs> So Resand is like, I am High Lord Resand. Like, and that's how Crescent City 2 ends. So then Crescent City 3 begins. Hunt, Rune, Baxian are all getting tortured. Like, super Again? bad. And <laughs> here's, what, here's what I left out. Because I thought that this was a juicy reveal. Agent Day ends up being the hind. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you know that. So she obviously kills. I just kills- that out because they talked too much about she was too important not yeah. to be the hind. So they before Crescent City 3 ends, they all get captured and she, Lydia is the hind's name. Lydia shows up and she kills um, the harpy. So she's like, okay, we don't have much time. Like, I have to get you out of here, but it, it doesn't work anyway. Oh, so wait, loose thread. The mayor, basically, the, the angel that replaced. Celestina. She sold them out. She was like, Hunt was here getting some of his stuff. That's why the Asteri knew that they were there. She sold them out. What? Yeah. And her, so. What about Naomi? Lestina and Hypaxia, is that what you're talking about? They're like an item. Hypaxia like breaks up with her because of it. There's so much crap that happens in Crescent City 3. I can't touch on all of it, but I'll touch on like. Give me the big reveals and then I will. I'll give you the big reveals. Okay. In order. You want to read it. And that's what's funny about me is that I love spoilers because it tells me to keep going. Yeah. And find, like, figure it out. Okay, go ahead. Well, that's good. Okay, so I'll just go, like, timeline-wise, just the big reveals. I can't do everything. But, um, okay, so Bryce gets put in that. She's under the – not under the mountain, but she's, like, in the mountain in that holding chamber where, like, the pit of – they don't call them crocodiles. They call them the, like, that word that's, like, ancient Egyptian, the word for crocodile. Okay. Um, but they're crocodiles, basically, down there. Um. So she gets put in that room and he's like, we just want to talk to you. And she's like, no, like you fade B words. Like, I know how the, I know how the story with the Faye go. Like, you're going to torture me. Oh, no. And get this thing out of me. And so, like, I think I thought this and I think everyone thought this, that they were going to have this like magical alliance and they're going to be like, here's what I know. What did you know? Just, here's what I know. Like, let's work together as a team. Yeah. There's no teamwork, not a teamwork. She basically escapes. Her star, her star lights up, and it, she jumps into the pit with the alligators. Pause. I need to react to this. So, mm-hmm. so Sarah Dumas spent several books making us go through character arcs and journeys, <laughs> and making us like fall in love with these yeah. characters, and then destroys them yep. and makes them enemies. And kind of like it's kind of like how like Nesta like really hates Farah and Resand, and you're like. Dude, why? I don't want to read this slander. Uh, literally. So you read a journey, basically. Bryce, Bryce is traveling through the tunnels. You don't see any of, like, the Illyrians. You don't see any of what you know. Valaris, none of that. It also she's makes tra- me sad that, like, she's outsmarting the Illyrians because the Illyrians are supposed to be unbeatable. Oh, just wait. Just wait. So she's traveling in the tunnels. Nesta follows her. And, like, a day later, it's revealed that Asriel is there, too, hiding in the shadows. So they travel for days on days. Her starlight is leading her somewhere. They don't know where. The Midgardian worm shows up. Um, I want to hang out with Nesta. <laughs> She's such a jerk. It's like tense conversations. They're not like telling each other their life story. Like it's like. Uh, and then at one point. Like, oh, that's not right. Falls and scrapes her hands open. And 
Azrael is like, why aren't you healing? Like, I know that you have fey blood. Why aren't you healing? And she's like, I don't know. She has been leading the Midgardian worm to kill them, to get them out of her way because she's like, I don't know these people. I've only been traveling with them for four days and they only want to help me and not cause me any harm. But still, I think I need to get them out of my way. So she leads them into a trap, runs away, and then feels bad. She runs back. And so after that, they're like, we doubly don't trust you now. But then they get led to this secret room where this like hologram of one of Helena's daughters shows up. Selena. I don't know what her name is. I think that's how it's pronounced. And Selena basically tells info dumps this whole history about how I sorry. Can you hear me? Basically throws this whole story info dumps for like 10 pages about how her mother wanted to get the Fae out to protect the Fae that she knew because she had realized what the Asteri were. And so she gave her daughters, she split her starlight into three, gave one of her daughters to Selena, the other one to the other daughter. Um, and it was intending for both daughters to go back through the portal to get back to um, basically this world. That ends up not happening. Her mother falls in battle. Um and then the sister pushes Selena to go. And so she doesn't make it either. She like saves her from going. So the daughter is like, I've just been breeding dark things here to make this island. It's like the prison island to make this island uninhabitable. Um, and she's like, so that one day somebody would come looking to take the Asteria down and hear my story about how all this happens. No, is, is it Selene? It's S-I-L-E-N-E. Selene. It's probably Selene. Is it Selene? Is it Celine? Like, is yours it like my name, Celine? Is yeah. Celine? So I won't get into all of that and like all the backstory she reveals there, but basically, oh my gosh, why is this happening? Okay. Go ahead. Okay. I won't get into that and the backstory of like all of what that reveals, but I will say that she gets this notion to stab the star sword into the ground and like, lights the whole thing up and the ground it's a fake there's a secret room underneath of it and they all fall down into it and she like injures nesta injures Azrael. he's like what the freak are you doing and there in a glass box is an asteri that did not escape with the others to the new world and nesta and Azrael are like this is unknown territory we don't know what to do we don't want to unleash this on our world if you're fighting them so hard and bryce is like um but I think I do. So she opens the box and wakes the person. Okay, so she wakes up the Astri and all crap breaks loose. Nesta ends up killing her, but like it's the whole thing. She takes Asriel's dagger, opens a portal and is like, see ya. So like it's on site. If Asriel ever sees her again, he's killing her on site. Like, so all of that happens here's some things that, okay. i don't respect bryce i feel like i like no. her but i don't think i've ever had respect for her and then having her do that i'm like sarah what are you doing here's some okay here's two maybe three other things and i'll be fast i'll wrap this up but that's on like the whole crossover and how disappointing it was um i feel like sarah was setting up all these threads with the autumn king to be like right because he visits her in the first book and he was like i see that you're a lot like me and that's not a good thing and he he makes her be engaged to Cormac and to protect her from the asteroid because she's under a lot of scrutiny. Um, in the end, he just is evil and he ends up dying. 
Like, nothing more comes of him. He's just like, I hate you as a daughter, and I actually don't love your mother. Like, I felt like she was setting him up to be this very multifaceted, like, maybe he was going to come in and try to save things. But, like, no, Rune just has to kill him. Like, this whole thing happens. And um, something else. Why has – did we already talk about Vic? Yeah, we talked about Vic and how she's still at the bottom of the sea. Nothing happens with that. Um, here's what does happen that I do like. Therian is she, he has so many bounties on his head by the time the third book come around, comes around. The River Queen wants him, the Sea King wants him, the Viper Queen wants him because he sold himself as a fighter for her and then like es escaped. There's a whole thing that I'm not even going to get into with Ethan and, um, that girl, but the fire sprites set the meat market on fire. So she like wants to kill Therian now. Um, but, so they get to Avalon. I think that's what it's called. And a, a woman or a female has to be married in order to seek refuge on Avalon. And Flynn's sister ends up being there. And Therian is like, well, I'll marry her. Like, because I, I would want someone to do the same thing to my little sister if she was in that position. So he marries her. And so she's setting all, Sarah is setting all this stuff up to happen in the fourth book, I think. Um... So I, I did like that Therian did that. And I mean, a mar like forced marriage. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> yes, I'm down. <laughs> okay. Here's my last big gripe that I didn't like. Hunt this whole time has been like, I don't know if I want to do this. I already rebelled once. And look at the pain and suffering that I went through. Yes. Bryce is literally like, okay. And she's like, get over it. She's like, he was like, I will be with you. Just know that, like, I don't know if I can handle losing you. And she's like, well, that's not enough for me. You need to be all in on this cause like I am. She's like, I oh know God, that you went through that. He dated before her. He basically is like, get over it. And, like, she was so disrespectful to him. And the only, like, we got no resolution from that except for the fact that she brought up one time and she was like, I'm sorry I said that. Like, it wasn't very nice of me. And he was like, it's okay, I love you. What? That deserved, like, a big talk. Like, they needed to have a big... Pose. She must have been like, here, here's a foot. She must have been like, here's my feet. I'm sorry. He's, like, rubbing her feet. He's like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that I didn't love. The way that she just, like, brushes over his trauma and doesn't really listen to him or take him seriously. And the whole fight, it was okay. Um, it went really fast. And everything's resolved. How as far it, as I know, the story's over. How is it resolved, though? Like, what happened? So what connecting the two, the dagger and the sword, basically, it opens a portal to nowhere. It opens a portal to a black hole. So she did it to one of the Astri. It sucked her in. And so, okay, this is actually really sweet. Um, Ethan, This whole thing with Ethan and Hypaxia happens. I'm not even going to bring it up. So I know if you are listening and you're like, why are you talking about this? It's because it's this whole thing. At the end of it, they're in the bone quarter and Connor appears to Ethan and he's like, we have been working on this and it's a bullet. And he's like, we're putting our second light into it. And he's like, give this, put it in the God Slayer rifle and give it to Bryce and tell her to make it count because she wants to find a way to blow up the um, first light core buildup that the Astra have made in their palace in the internal city. Right. So she's like, so we can finally get rid of them. So that was really sweet. I did like that. So she opens a portal, sucks all of them in. And she even was like, if if I have to be sucked into this to make them go away, like, fine. So she gets sucked in. The portal's still open. They're all, like, slowly going over the ridge of the black hole and dying. 
Bryce, this was so funny to me. I know it's not funny and it's meant to be like <laughs> heartfelt, but so Nesta gives Bryce the mask, the dead, the death mask that gives you power over the dead. Um, it's one of the four items that were created in the cauldron. It's like this whole thing. So Bryce puts it on and asks the angels who all died in the first rebellion to their spirits to inhabit these like mech suits and they do. So one of the mech suits flies to hunt and he's like, and I just know that it's Sahar. <laughs> and then mech suit like touches his cheek. And so he like gets in the mech suit <laughs> and flies into the void, flies into the void. Like it's literally like Iron Man, I feel like to get Bryce. And he's like, and the last Astra is hanging on to her, like trying not to die. The mech suit fires a bullet and he's like, and I swear I could see like wings on the bullet, like Sahar's wings. It was supposed to, it was really heartfelt, but it just was kind of goofy and funny to me. Kills the last Astri. Bryce gets mixing, her and brings her back. She's mixing technology and magic and it's not okay. None of us are okay. With oh, her. she's mixing technology and magic. hundred percent. Ah, you can't. Hunt brings Bryce back through the portal. The portal's closed. Hunt's been dead for too long, right? Because there's no air in outer space. Um, this thing, this is something else that Sarah J. Moss needed to have expanded and let the readers sit with. Jessica had been, she has, she does have the library of Parthos. She has those last little books. And one of the princes of hell cursed her to live for eternity because he thought that she was evil. And she was like, no, I'm just trying to protect these books. And he's like, where's the other ones? And he's, she's like, these are all that's left. So he cursed her to live for eternity, like, as the fall is happening, when the Astri first got there. She comes out of nowhere. Bryce is dead. And she's like, to Hypaxia, because Hypaxia is a necromancer. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Hypaxia ends up there. Um, and she's like, let me trade my soul, like, my life force for Bryce's. And it's like this really meaningful thing. And she talks to Bryce and they get rid of the bone quarter. So like, she doesn't know what happens to the spirits. So, but like she sees on this ridge, right? Like she's dead. She sees on this ridge, the pack of devils and Danica and then Jessica. And she's like, you know, then she's like, there is an afterlife, like, and they're all there. So like, you kind of get that closure. Oh but just if I trade her life for hers. Oh my God. Um, and basically that's how the book ends, except for Bryce demolishes the Fae monarchy because she's like hey you guys are gonna have to figure this out there's no family a big old mess everywhere he made such a mess there's so many loose threads that i know needs still need to be tied up and um okay here's the last thing i'll say i wasn't even gonna bring it up because it had no bearing it had no bearing to the final story so i was like why did you even involve this it was revealed that the asteri had put a parasite in the water to dull everyone's powers to what they once were or like from what they once were. So everyone's been drinking this parasite and their powers have been dulled. Well, Hypaxia was able to find a cure for it. Ethan took it, he ends up having like elemental powers. So all the wolf shifters now, or like any animal shifters will have elemental powers because the shifters were originally fae that came from a different world that the Astri like breeded through time to like get rid of their pointy ears. So stupid. Um, but. <laughs> The cure never gets to Bryce and it never gets to Hunt and it doesn't have any bearing on the story whatsoever, except for, this is why I'm bringing this up, this is the only tie we have 
to Throne of Glass, except for Lydia takes the cure and she has this, she like her whole body lights on fire. And she's like, I knew that this power was in my bloodline. She, although she's a deer shifter, so I don't know how that all connects, but she knew that she had this power in her bloodline. She has two sons that she's been hiding from the world. And you find this out in the third book. They've been living on one of the Sea Queen's ships. They were like 15 or 16 years old. One of the son's names she calls Bran, but his full name is Brannon. And she's like from a fae, from a fae king centuries down my lineage who had the fire of, who had fire in his veins, who created the stag to watch over him. Like, how that's- do we know about the previous worlds and the deer and the. And so here's the only other thing that I was like, people are speculating that the throne of glass series had to have happened thousands and thousands of years before any of the Akatar or Crescent city stuff. Yeah. That makes, my, it feels very medieval. Here's my fight for that. Here's my fight about that though. It's be, so before I get to that though, so Lydia has a ring, a red Ruby center cut ring. That is just like the one that um, Rowan and Aelin find when they are in that cave and they put the, they exchange those rings and she gives it to her sons. So people are like, so that's the connection. Like, um, except for when Aelin in Throne of Glass was being pushed through all of those worlds, she saw Rhysand and Feyre when Feyre was pregnant and he get, like he pushed his power to her to stop her fall. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But yeah, that's all the spoilers. That's my thoughts. I was a little disappointed. Like I'm so confused. Like, I am so near the near the end of it i like wasn't really feeling the magic i was just thinking about how she was connecting all these threads um, like does that make sense yeah what <laughs> what it, what what yeah what i can't i can't mm-hmm. there's so much other stuff that happens that i know people are like you need to bring this up and you need to bring this up but like i this isn't going to be a two-hour-long discussion. If it was a two-hour-long discussion, I would bring all these things up. But we will do a present three recap. I'm gonna, I'll read it too, and then we can talk about okay. it. I just think that Sarah J. Moss started weaving all these threads, and it just got away from her. Like there just was no, it just got away from her. I think that's what it felt like, at least to me. The story with the only two stories that are unfinished are Ethan's stories and Therian's stories. Those are the only two unfinished stories. Oh, and you do find out that Lydia and Rune are mates. Who? Lydia and Rune, their mates. Oh, yeah, duh. But like, I like would have liked their story to be more fleshed out. It wasn't. I think that Baxian could have sacrificed himself to save Bryce, and that would have been so meaningful. Like he would have been with Danica in the afterlife. Oh, but he was just left behind to look after Avalon. Avalon. Like it was this whole thing. But fun twist but not fun enough with how much the thing is is that you're just you're reading and you're buying so much like you spend so much like if you bought that book was 30 dollars yeah. more than 30 like i don't even yeah you're spending so much money on things mm-hmm. Oof. so like i just think she girl bossed a little close too close to the sun because it didn't totally she wanted something new and then realized that it wasn't working and then tried to be like well what if i put these characters in the old stuff you know what i mean like let's go back to what we liked mm-hmm. i think also i was like- thinking before i finished i was like there's no way aelin will fit into this story but like maybe 
the end, like... You are so in love with Aelin. You have I literally read this series so I could see Aelin, and I didn't get to see her! <laughs> you have gaslit yourself. I do think, though, to agree with your theory, is I think that it the portals cross time and dimension. So, Probably. while it might have been, she might be the descendants, it's gonna be, like, it's. it reminds me so much of, like, Doctor Who, where it's, like... Yeah, but then the portal, like, the timeline was never changed for, um... Akatar. I just assume that Bryce just landed there by accident at that exact time. Yeah, probably. Like, probably. Waited five minutes, she would have been there at a different time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. There's still so much that I didn't tell you that, like, will be a fun reveal. So, those are just my gripes. Those are crazy, girl. My brain hurts. I know, it's a lot. So, thanks for sticking through it. I don't even know who (laughs) Helena is. I don't think Helena I- is the fir- Helena had the first starlight. I know, but like, because maybe it's because I listen to the audiobooks, but I'm like, there's so m- I think, like, oh my gosh. Like, we- Bryce has Helena's light, who, and Helena fell in love with one of the princes of hell. Yes. And Peleus, Peleus, or however you say it, married one of her daughters. It reminds me of, like, in the evil class, like, there was the, the battle that, like, where they, like, traded their souls. I like that ancient stuff. Like, I, like, cannot. Like, my brain's like, I don't, they're dead, so I don't care about them. Yeah. (laughs) It's very similar to that, so, yeah. Okay, um, wow. We're gonna end this episode. Put your thoughts in about these spoilers. I mean, like, this can be spoiler-filled, so, like, comment all the stuff you wanted us to talk about. Maybe we'll talk about it in another episode. Yeah, we'll throw it up in our Discord, too, so Mm -hmm. we get to join, but, dang. This was just, like... You just not very scripted it. just our you thoughts needed to talk about it and you needed yeah. to talk about it and i get mm-hmm. it my brain hurts and i have no words i'm just like oh my gosh yeah so yeah thanks for coming along that ride okay let's know what you think what you wanted to talk about okay bye see you next time bye <laughs>